We gave Green Day superfan and Taz and Jim listener Bonnie a pair of tickets to the Grey Cup. She's seen Green Day 15 times. We thought she would be a good person to go check out the halftime show and give us a review. She joins us. Hi, Bonnie. How you doing? I'm exhausted and I don't have the words. I don't have the words. Um, yeah, so uh, like I said, just sit down. I got a little story for you. Um, you haven't okay, been to bed so, yet. Let's clarify this. Before we, we jumped on the air, you're like, guys, I haven't been to bed. We're, we're just like, it'll make sense. So um, just out of bliss, I guess, is the is why. So, okay, so I've never been to a football game in my life. I've never watched a game of football. I don't understand it. There's lots of stopping and starting and numbers, and, and I don't get it. And it always makes the Simpsons come on late. Now that I'm older, it makes, it makes 60 minutes come on late. <laughs> yeah, it makes, it so makes I'm, 60 I'm minutes you. start late. Um, <clears throat> we got into the game, and I'm like, well, you know, let's go for a walk. Like, like stretch our legs, go see the sights. So we're walking around with our boards, and, and I ran into a friend that I grew up with, um, like, but really one of my first friends, I met him when I was like three or four. We went all through elementary school, high school together. It's better we're be going here. somewhere good here, Bonnie, yeah, because there's a lot oh, of small details. Is this why we're sitting down? Cause our legs are going to go numb <laughs> if we were standing. Exactly you guys why. better sit down for this story. Cause it's, it's super long. <laughs> cause it's, it's super <laughs> 20 minute story. So anyway, you ran into an old, old, old high school friend. I told him we were there. She said, take my seats for green day. I said, where are your seats? They're front row. Like, right in the front. The show's over. Fantastic. And I'm leaving. My husband sends me a text, and he says, I think we saw Mike Dern get out of an SUV and go into an undisclosed building. I can't tell you what the building is. Cause okay. And so we find out that they're in this building. Green Day's in this building. And this is like 20 minutes after they played. Yeah. So they came out. Trey came out, and he helped us take a picture. Our, our elder millennial camera skills are not that great, and we were nervous. He was so like fun and silly and Mike came out and he was so chatty and nice and and Billy came out and took a picture and he was quiet but that's how I always imagine him and I got to mm-hmm. say thank you to them I got to say thank you to them and she's gonna ugly cry is this the ugly cry <laughs> oh it's so ugly you can't even see it it's so ugly um when they're leaving um Trey and Mike are in the back of the SUV the window rolls down and Trey says I want to get your picture he wanted to get a picture of me with my sign, and he posted me to his Instagram. Whoa. I'm still there. You guys. That's a big night for you. That's a big night. This is the biggest night of your life. That's cool. i got to find this Instagram here. Bonnie, we're so glad this worked out for oh, you. It wouldn't it have happened happen. without Taz and Jim. You know that, right? <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. I, you guys... Took a chance on my enthusiasm, and we're the catalyst to this crazy day. And I, you have a friend in me for life, and I'm so thankful. Thank you to Rodney, one of our listeners, who sent us this video of the tree lighting in Aurelia, Ontario. Sure, a lot of cities have them. The yeah. township gathers or the town gathers around, like, the park. It's usually at the park, right? Yeah, or and in the they, town square, yeah, wherever it is. Yeah, yeah, and then they plug it in, big countdown, and voila, beautiful lights everywhere. Yeah, everyone is just uh, taken aback mm-hmm. by the beauty of the tree. Well, that didn't happen in Aurelia. When they flicked the switch, <laughs> people seemed very disappointed Now, we'll describe the tree after you hear the reaction of the crowd. Listen to this. Here's the countdown. The lighting of the Christmas tree in Aurelia, Ontario. 
that guy's side you gather the whole family bring him downtown and all you're waiting around drinking hot chocolate for two and a half hours and then uh, the tree lights up they they basically just wrapped the trunk of the tree in white christmas lights yeah it doesn't appear to that there's any lights on the branches of the tree so when they turn the lights on it just looks like a pole yeah (laughs) like like a light pole a glowing light pole and clearly they were not thrilled about it it looks crazy it looks so cheap I, I, I rarely do you ever even wrap the trunk in lights. Usually, it's heavy on the branches and yeah. then it lights the whole thing. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a trunk wrapped up well, with so many lights before. When you wrap the trunk, it it really shifts the focus. Yeah, from the exterior to the interior. Yeah, it should and be a full tree. The, the exterior of the tree is the bigger part of the tree. <laughs> It's just yeah, and it's and then it, it creates like a pattern. It looks like a starry sky almost, but just the artificial looking trunk is the worst view of all. I hope they had other lights plugged in on the branches, and it just didn't turn on. Or Maybe something. a circuit breaker tripped. Maybe, but if they wasted everybody's time and told everybody to come down simply for that. That's an embarrassment. Like, people are calling it the worst Christmas tree in Canada. And if that's all that they had planned, it, it truly is the worst. Is that it? No. No. <laughs> all that for that, eh? That's it? What the hell? What the hell? I guess it's time to pull the wagon full of kids back to the car and go home. I mean, it is a massive tree. If they would have lit it up properly, it would have been a spectacle. But it's just the shaft. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Perhaps now that Aurelia is getting all this negative attention, they will rewrap and, and do. Can you do a mulligan on a Christmas you tree have lighting? To. I mean, it's not even <laughs> December yet. They can get a redemption. We'll post the video on the Taz and Jim Instagram and Facebook pages if you want to check out what is being called the worst Christmas tree <laughs> in Canada. Why don't you try and find another little jingle there instead of that peacock? It's really annoying, and I'm getting sick of listening to it. Get rid of that peacock. You want to see your peacock? Got, got. Cocoon. I want to see your peacock. You want to see your Taking a look at sports with our sports guy, Devin Peacock. The Alouettes win the Grey Cup, Dev, in Hamilton. For the first time in 13 years, the Montreal Alouettes are Grey Cup champions. Bit of a Arizona Diamondbacks vibe for the Alouettes this year, where they were not the best team during the regular season, but they got hot at the right time, made it all the way to uh, the championship, and unlike the Diamondbacks, they pulled it off. Uh, they they earned it. I mean, their past couple of games, they beat the uh, team with the best regular season record Argos. in the uh, CFL, the Argos. Mm-hmm. Then they beat the second best team in the regular season in the Great Cup in the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, uh, Montreal, 
won their last eight games to end the season. They hadn't lost, or they haven't lost, since they won last night since mid-September. So hmm. uh, they've been playing great football. And it was a great game. If people missed the game last night, it was really, really good. Kudos and a shout-out to Kyle Walters. He's the general manager of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Actually, I should say apologies to Kyle Walters because when I found out this guy was from St. Thomas, Ontario, in the Taz and Jim listening area, I was like, all right, I'm going to cheer for the Blue Bombers. And uh, (laughs) you know what what happens. (laughs) The Taz Jinx Mm. rears its head because the Blue Bombers were heavy favorites going into the game yesterday. They were major favorites. Uh, And you know what? Even going into this game, so Winnipeg gets out to a big uh, lead. Montreal kept fighting back. Montreal came back twice in the fourth. So they took the lead. Winnipeg took it back, and then they took the lead again with 11 seconds left to win it. So Montreal just had no uh, give up. Uh, They just kept pushing, and uh, it was a great game. NFL, your Buffalo Bills beat the Jets, and then uh, there was some beat downs going on in the tunnel after the game with a brawl breaking out. That was kind of crazy. I mean, the the Bills a little uh, frustrated, taking out their frustrations on the Jets. I mean, the Jets have been a thorn in the Bills' side for the past year and a half. The 32 points they scored against the Jets, the most they've scored in weeks. These two teams just very clearly do not like each other. And another brawl broke out between the Commanders and the Giants. I'm blaming New York. I mean, the the common denominator (laughs) here is all these New York teams that are just feisty, not having the greatest of seasons, and causing trouble left, right, and center. And my four-year-old daughter, Amelia, almost called a big upset. The Bears were in the lead over the Lions. You must have been sweating on that one, Dev. I was. But very un-Lions-like, they came back and won. They are going into uh, Thanksgiving here, uh, their annual game, like 8-2 and two, in firm control of their division, of their destiny going into the playoffs. These are not your father's Detroit Lions. <laughs> this, is, uh, <laughs> this is a whole new breed. That's right. we got a day of football coming up this Thursday with American Thanksgiving. Of course, we'll have football picks before then. Thanks, Dev. How does my facial hair look, Jim? Does it look weird at all? Weirder than normal? (laughs) Here's what happened. I was uh, shaving my head. Okay. I'm a bald man, if you didn't know. I was shaving my head with the uh, the razor in the shower, used the shaving cream. And then I got to my beard, and I went to put more shaving cream in my hand. Nothing came out. Mm. So I couldn't finish shaving my beard. And when I was shaving my head, I went pretty low down on the sideburns. So <laughs> tried to make it look as natural. Can you when see it now? Where do you stop it on a normal day? <laughs> it's like Seinfeld. Yeah. Where do you stop? Where does it end? <laughs> Dang. Uh, mm. Shirt collar. You know? Yeah, once it disappears below the everything neckline. Above, everything above the collar. Yeah. And not the eyebrows. I keep those, but... <laughs> Everything else gets shaved. What do you do? You don't have an alternative uh, shaving cream, though? Because I'll just use, I'll just lather up some soap and rub it on the face, but it does dry your skin out. Yeah. The, you'll do it on your face? Oh, yeah. But this is, this is like six days of growth. It's almost too long just to use the soap. Also, I find the soap works elsewhere, but on the face, not so much. <laughs> And I will not be specifying yeah, elsewhere. I don't want to listen. It's all <laughs> well, I've heard all thoughts. sorts of crazy uh, alternatives, though. I, I remember years ago seeing that a life hack that if you run out of shaving cream, you should use peanut butter. <laughs> I could see butter. Yeah, for some reason, I could see just normal <laughs> refrigerated butter working better than peanut butter. Peanut butter is way too 
gloopy. I don't even know how to describe it. But. Taz has uh, has no hair on his face, but he's got a beard of acne for some reason. <laughs> and dogs keep chasing him around the neighborhood. Time for the Twisted Tea Halftime Show. Turn it up for Green Day. Last night had the Great Cup halftime performers Green Day there. You could tell Billy Joe was a little bit chilly. His nose was looking a little pink and, and uh, like it might be running a little bit. <laughs> I didn't notice. It happens when it's that cold out and you got a uh, uh, metal microphone in your face, right? Sure, sure. Um, he did look like a child. Like He still looks so young. It's his like, hair is incredible. Yeah. The other two guys, Trey and... Uh, Blank and Mike, the, Mike, yeah, are looking age appropriate, like norm, like how I expected. But Billy Joe somehow still looks like a teenager. Yeah, that hair almost looks like it could come off like a football helmet. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I how I feel about I, the hair. I inspected it pretty closely. <laughs> I actually paused. <laughs> Got it. You know me. I'm I'm a bald man. (laughs) I want to know what my options are. Is that a hair system or is that the real deal? I think it's still the real deal. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't quite put my finger on it, but uh, he's just he's hanging in there. He's just blessed with a big old helmet. Mm -hmm. Um, Our good friend Alan Cross from the ongoing history of new music, which is about to celebrate its one thousandth episode. Alan Cross sat down with Green Day while they were in Hamilton and asked them about being booked to perform at the Grey Cup halftime. How did you end up being booked for the Grey Cup in Canada? <laughs> well, we lost our football team. <laughs> you know, we've been following the uh, CFL for a while and, you know, tough enough, the horse, and it's over 100 years of this stuff. So, you know, we're down for a little football. <laughs> he fumbled. At that point, uh, Trey Cool throws a little mini football at Alan Cross, who was completely caught, caught off guard, oh, did not catch the football. Alan, head on a swivel, bud. I hope he got to keep that as a souvenir, though. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, yeah, we'll have more on Alan Cross in the thousandth episode of the ongoing history of mu- new music, one of the greatest radio programs of all time. Absolutely. Coming up as we get closer to that uh, landmark. They mentioned Tough Enough, the horse, the mascot of the uh, Calgary Stampeders. Mm-hmm. Tough Enough was in Hamilton over the weekend. This is a tradition, a Grey Cup tradition. The horse checks into a hotel every Grey Cup. <laughs> did you know about this? I did not know about that. So That's great, though. Tough Enough checked into the Town Place Suites by Marriott in Hamilton. He was greeted by the people at the front desk with a basket of carrots and some apples. This dates back to uh, back in 1948 after the Stampeders won the Grey Cup, an overzealous Stampeders fan rode the horse into the lobby of the Royal York Hotel, one of the fanciest hotels in downtown Toronto. <laughs> and even though that was a bit of a hooligan move, it's yeah. become a tradition. What and a legend. Now they're giving the horse carrots and apples. <laughs> Just leaving a carrot on the pillow for it as it enters the room? <laughs> I like this. It's unknown how the staff reacted initially to the horse's appearance at the Royal York 75 years ago, but Tuffy is always a welcome guest now. There used to be a lot more wild horse stories 60 years ago. I don't know if it's just because my dad was raised on a farm, but there would be stories about a cow in the kitchen or a horse in the house every once in a while. <laughs> you just don't get them as much anymore. It was commonplace back then yeah. to have to say, get that horse out of the bar. <laughs> 
And there's a lot of no horses hey. inside the hotel. Didn't you see the sign? Absolutely no horses in the lobby. Devin Peacock is our sports guy. He joins us here. Dev, you weren't big on the global series, the fact that the NHL is playing over in other countries during the regular season. However, I want to know if your tune has changed after that amazing finish for the Toronto Maple Leafs yesterday morning. Oh, and a great defensive play by Morgan Riley, lying down to block it. Now it's Nylander the other way. He's got Tavares with him. Nylander coming into the net. Nylander, the goal! Scores! A sweet finish for the Maple Leafs in Stockholm. Hey, you can't make that up. Nylander scores in overtime to win it for the Leafs. Swedish native. Crowd goes crazy. Did you love it? I love the result. Uh, you know, I uh, love uh, seeing the Leafs win. I mean, they came from behind to win Friday afternoon against uh, Detroit as well. So they, uh, they're they undefeated in Sweden this year. Great to see. But you know, the only thing that would have been better uh, uh, for that game, uh, 4-3 Toronto over Minnesota in overtime on Sunday morning, will be Toronto 4-3 over Minnesota on Saturday night in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. hockey night in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice I novelty. I, I got up early and I watched the game with my son. Uh, had a little breakfast while we were tuning in. It was a great day. I do like seeing the different cultures as well. Like uh, when the play stops over in Sweden, the music they play in the arenas is a little bit different. This is all, it's all Ace of Base. <laughs> Every time. Pumping the crowd up, up. It's not all Ace of Base. You know? Yeah, okay, yeah. Get the crowd going over there in Sweden. Also, gorgeous people. Forget the hockey. Let's cut to the crowd again. <laughs> I mean, Nylander alone. Oh, those well, blue eyes. Did you see he went on a talk show over in Sweden? He was just wearing an undershirt. <laughs> like, was that sleeveless or what do you mean? An like, undershirt? An, like a white tank top yeah. undershirt. Hmm. And boy, did Nylander look good. <laughs> he was popping. He filled that thing out nicely. <laughs> but it kept cutting to the families and the... Sure. You know, the, even even the moms, the grandmas. Sure. I was like, wow. In the 90s, I feel like too. every hot reference was a Swedish bikini model. It was yeah. like always like a standard set of beauty. I think there's truth to it. Good mm-hmm. looking people over there. I mean Norway, they're 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 pretty attractive too. Like all, all the Nah, uh, they're gremlins compared no. to the Swedes. <laughs> I mean the Swedes, the Finnish. I mean they're all that sort of the same Nordic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, tall, you, skinny. You think the NHL should go to Finland next year then, Dev? No, uh, you know I don't want them to go anywhere. But where they normally go in North America, here's the one that was super frustrating. I saw people talking about this yesterday, but also last week with the Ottawa games, uh, Ottawa and uh, uh, Detroit and everything. They were still blacking out games in Canada. So there's uh, like Leaf fans in Montreal could not watch their team play in Sweden because Hmm. of regional blackouts. So they kept the blackouts in place, which are also just a whole other conversation, which are stupid. But like they're in Sweden. Yeah. And you can't watch them yeah. because of the blackout. So you're growing the game everywhere but in the place where it's always played. Like, congratulations, Gary. This might cheer you up, Dev. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Now Nylander's happy. He had a great little trip home. Mm-hmm. He did talk about how it was fun to like be, you know walk around with his buddies and then go play an NHL game. It's it's a memory that he's going to remember forever. Talking about an experience had at a restaurant on Saturday night was out with some friends and my son having dinner and we were uh, enjoying ourselves, laughing, uh, having conversations at the table. But then the table next to us, a guy turned to us uh, and said, "You're being too loud." <laughs> And then it was awkward. After that, I don't think we talked. Yeah. Right? It's like, Check, what are you going to say? This European guy just intimidated us. <laughs> we weren't intimidated, but we just didn't want to make a scene. Or you know, like, what's It ruins the vibe, for yes, sure. Yes. What, what's the best outcome you can get if you start arguing with the guy? You know? It, especially when your six-year-old is there. <laughs> Pay for your bill? It, they were one of those couples, because he was on a date. Is what it looked like. Yeah, it was one of those couples who are like sitting there and just eating in silence. You know what I mean? They're not even enjoying themselves. Well, they're just looking at each other and eating in silence, and it seemed like the conversation wasn't really flowing at the table next to us. So maybe they were hearing our conversation because they weren't having a conversation of their own. So it seemed louder. It was. Yeah. It was more of a focus because mm-hmm. they had nothing going on at their table. I picture the family that lives next to the Griswolds in uh, Christmas vacation. Yes. That's the, yeah, the, the yuppies yeah, next to the Griswolds? That's exactly what I'm picturing. <laughs> uh, so were we in the wrong for, for laughing and, and, uh, and talking too loudly at the restaurant, or is it kind of weird that the guy next to us turned and said, you're being too loud? What do you think? What's going on? Not much. I'm just calling to chime in on the old restaurant escapade. Um, I was uh, spoken to by a patron because me and a friend showed up late to a buffet, and uh, the patron basically was the only one who was concerned about us being there later than, you know, closing hours. I think some people just like to tell people what to do, and they like, you know, trying to be the authority, you know, and they like... Yeah, they like... The rules, you know? The control factor. Yeah, they love having one up on you. Thanks, buddy. Hey, it's Taz and Jim. Yeah, the guy's a complete douchebag, man. Simple as that. We, we, uh, my son and how we had a kind of a birthday dinner for him just outside of town, great restaurant. Place was humming. One time I just sat back and listened to the, the sound of the crowd. It sounded like a party. It was, it was awesome. It adds to the ambiance. Yeah, everybody's laughing. Yeah, that's carrying what on. It's Saturday night. Yeah, no, the guys are d bag, man. You guys are definitely not in the wrong. Thanks for that. One eight three three Taz and Jim. If you want to get in touch with us, you can call or text that number. I'm an I'm an ambiance guy. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't like a quiet restaurant. So maybe you know I'm not the best person to judge the situation because. I prefer a loud restaurant. Sure. I think we're just going to need to see the security cam footage and how much you guys wussed out once he confronted you. <laughs> I got to see you guys shrink. I'm going to reach out to the restaurant and see if we can get it. We got a couple messages here saying that they can't judge the situation without hearing my friend Andre's laugh. <laughs> It is loud, and we have admitted he's got a very boisterous laugh. But it's a fun laugh. We've got uh, another one here. The guy says, I've been kicked out of a comedy club twice for laughing too loud. How is that possible? Now that's a laugh I need to hear. Yeah, yeah. Are you, was he being sarcastic though? Ha ha ha! How do you get kicked out of a <laughs> like, <comedy>? Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix's Joker? 